Feast of St. Joseph, the husband of Mary. In some parts of the world, this is actually a holy day of obligation. The other day we had the reading where the mother of James and John came to Jesus and said, Hey, Jesus, let my sons here sit at your right hand and your left hand in your kingdom. Jesus said, You don't know what you're asking. That's for those who to whom it's been prepared. Well, that's Joseph and Mary. Mary sits at Jesus' right hand. Joseph sits at Jesus' left hand in heaven. The super saints. All the saints are great. You got Thomas Aquinas, Maria Goretti, just Hall of Fame. Great saints. But when you compare them to Joseph and Mary, they're all small beans. From Matthew is the reading today. Now the generation of Christ was in this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Joseph and Mary were espoused. That means they went through the espousal ceremony, where they said, I do. And then Joseph went back to his parents' house, and Mary went back to her parents' house. And then six months later, or, or whenever, they would come together in, in one house. So this happens during the espousal period. Mary conceives of the Holy Spirit. Whereupon Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing publicly to expose her, was minded to put her away privately. Now some people will take this, take that verse and see, oh, jo Joseph thought Mary was cheating on her. I don't, I don't, that, that one doesn't fly with me. You're not talking about two ordinary human beings here. Fighting and bickering. I see it that Mary just simply went to Joseph and told her what happened. And he believed her. But while Joseph thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in his sleep, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which the Lord spoke by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. It's very Eucharistic. And Joseph, rising up from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took unto him his wife. And he knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. So Joseph, at the circumcision of Jesus, had the great honor of naming Jesus. They said, what's his name? And Joseph said, Jesus. Can you imagine all of hell screaming when the vicar of the Holy Spirit, Joseph, the terror of demons, pronounces the name Jesus? And we got to deal with verse 25 because a lot of people will say this line here, and Joseph knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son. People will point to that and say, see, Mary's not a perpetual virgin. We'll take a close look at that verse and you'll see that it does not prove that Mary is not a perpetual virgin. Joseph knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son. That does not prove that Joseph had relations with Mary after Jesus was born. 
For example, let's say I tell you, hey kids, it's going to be really cold today. I want you to keep the fire going until I get home from work. Because it's freezing. Does that mean as soon as I get home from work, you can stop feeding the fire? No. Or if mom and I tell you, hey, we're going out for a drink. We'll be back in a few hours. Keep the house tidy till we get back. Does that mean when we get back, you can start being slobs and throwing stuff all over the place? No, it does not. Simple logic will refute this. I mean, if you took this kind of evidence to a court of law, they, they, they would laugh you out. Mary was a virgin before the birth of Jesus, during the birth of Jesus, and after the birth of Jesus. That's a dogma of the faith. And verse 25 there does not disprove that at all. Baltimore Catechism today is on the fourth commandment. What is the fourth commandment? Honor thy father and thy mother. And boy, did Jesus ever keep that commandment as he puts Mary on his right hand for all eternity and his foster father Joseph on his left hand for all eternity. The two highest saints in heaven. What are we commanded by the fourth commandment? We are commanded by the fourth commandment to honor, love, and obey our parents in all that is not sin. Are we bound to honor and obey others than our parents? We are also bound to honor and to obey our bishops, pastors, magistrates, teachers, and other lawful superiors. Again, in all that is not sin. So if you have a bishop, a pastor, a magistrate, a teacher, or a boss, or anybody that tells you to do something that's sinful, you don't have to obey them. You'd be required not to obey them. Catechism says, It is the duty of parents and superiors to take good care of all under their charge and give them proper direction and example. What is forbidden by the fourth commandment? The fourth commandment forbids all disobedience, contempt, and stubbornness toward our parents or lawful superiors. Today is Saturday, Our Lady's Day, Seven Sorrows Rosary tonight. 